back from a week off. Uh, I guess we didn't really announce that we were taking a week off. You're joining us here on Solving None of the World Problems with me, your host, Toasty. And me, Lam Jazz. And we took last week off because personal stuff going on with someone in, on the podcast, and that's all you need to know. None of your goddamn business what we're up to. But we are back and not dead, so that's a good sign. How has your week been? Or two weeks, I guess. Sam. It's been good. I was uh, traveling around Ireland looking at their like, top sites, old castles top and sites. stuff, so it's been really cool, yeah. Oh, I love Irish uh, phrases and such like that's crack is a good thing. <laughs> the crack, yeah. Oh, that's such crack. You're you're real crack there, yeah. Lamb but jazz. it varies as well because there's like you can go like twenty minutes away and they'll be saying different words and different meanings. Oh, it's just so much better than like North America. It's like I don't know what it sounds like. Oh, like it's just oh, it's so much more boring here, and it makes me sad makes me so sad i love colorful language and like it feels like today especially looking at some of the topics we're planning on tackling it's going to be a lot about language so like one of the well i mean you're part of of the process you're you act like you don't know what we're (laughs) talking well i just have to act you know like i can't be like whoa guys i didn't know that whoa (laughs) (laughs) oh that's true that's true i do I, i want you to be real you know not like those kid YouTubers out there these days. Oh my god. Like, I've only had a, a taste of that shit. And, like, those people... I want to call them pedophiles. The way they act, like, where they really... They ham it up in such a huge way because they're trying to appeal to kids. Because kids on YouTube is the easiest way to make money. But the thing is, it's just like... Yeah, you're going the easy route. But that involves a lot of kids stuff. And, like, nobody is really willing to do that kind of bullshit to impress kids unless they're maybe a pedophile well i have like first-hand experience of that so with uh miles because he watches youtube so a lot of the youtubers are very animated and i mean it's fine somewhat but there's some there's this female one that he watches and it's like a whole they always involve their whole family the whole family gets in on it and they they're just doing such stupid games they're so like, oh my god, I didn't know that, and it's like, it's <laughs> it's such, it makes me like want to twist my nipples, you know what I mean? Like it just, what? It, it just gets me. So like, it turns you on. No. Maybe you're the pedophile. <laughs> no, I. Meant- oh, families playing games and being animated. <laughs> Let me just twist my nipple. No, it just it, it annoys me because you know they're fake and you know they're just flashing colors and. These stupid stories, because kids will sit there, watch two seconds, enough for them to get the ad revenue, and then click the next video. Oh, I'm so glad me and my family are not like that. Like, we're pretty normal, not crazy people. Because those families, again, this goes back to, like, they're, they have to be really weird individuals. Don't get me wrong. I get it. People want to make money. People want to make a shit ton of money the easiest way possible. But, again, this goes to the same, like, you know, soccer matches. Like, Miles plays soccer, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to watch out for the kind of coach that is excited to be there and is always cutting up orange slices. I bring this up. This actually comes from a favorite podcast of mine, and I don't mind dropping them because they're excellent, by the way. If you guys are ever looking for a good recommendation, it's the guys that do crime and sports and small town murder, James Petragallo and Jimmy Wisman. Excellent. 
James Tetragallo, he says, like, you have to watch out for the parent that is the one that's excited to cut up orange slices. They're a pedophile. Because nobody <laughs> wants to have to deal with a bunch of kids. Nobody. No. The guy that's excited to be there, pedophile. I mean, it is that's... it is a bad stigma because, like, you could just wake up on the right side of the bed and everything's going well, you know, the money's in the bank and you're feeling happy. And one day, you know, you feel extra out there and you say something and then, bang, Toasty puts the pedophile stamp on you. I mean, I'm not going to walk up to the person like that guy's a pedophile, but, you know, if I ever have a kid and there's someone that's really excited to cut up orange slices for everything and really excited to be there with the kids, I'm keeping an extra eye on that fucker. <laughs> yeah. Because he's up to no good. Maybe he's grooming him. And, you know, we're talking about language grooming, a word that has really changed over the years. It used to be, you know, helping someone. Child grooming refers to actions or behavior used to establish an emotional connection with a child under the age of consent and sometimes a child's family to lower... Oh, Jesus Christ, this is going during into the really shitty direction. To lower the child's inhibitions with the objective of sexual abuse. That's child... That's grooming now. The old definition... Uh, verb to groom was initially used in the 19th century... First in terms of curing, brushing, and feeding horses. By 1843, the sense had transferred to people, and he was well-groomed, meant he paid close attention to his appearance. Okay, this is not helping me. Long story short, grooming used to be, you know, you were helping someone to be a good person. You were tra uh, tra training such a word I don't like using. And then grooming now, you cannot use that at all in terms of anything because immediately everyone goes to oh they're a creeper trying to sexually abuse this person yeah well, i feel like especially with all online stuff it's way worse because kids on snapchat and all that you know oh yeah they just absolutely. Add everyone they add all, like even miles does it like he'll just add all these random spam accounts i'm like what are you doing oh my god i hate snapchat I had it because I had it with with one friend who kind of liked to use it. And again, the only reason either of us used it was because we were, the other was using it. So it's just like, why are we continuing to use this? But adding random strangers, oh my god, there's like... Oh, it's annoying. Yeah. Like every day, whether it's on your cell phone, when you get a text or your emails, uh, you get these people that are just like, hey, I think you're sexy. It's like, you've never seen me before. Yeah, I don't yeah. respond because obviously it's a spam email. But it's just like you get texts like, oh, you just got this money. I'm like, that's bullshit. And I know it. And it's just like every fucking day, these assholes trying to just scam and screw people. Just like, get a fucking life, please. For the love of God, do anything else. Why is it that you... That... I hope there's a special circle in hell for those kind of people. Seriously, what a horrible one. Uh, just a really awful one for those kind of people that oh. go out of their way to try and trick and abuse people and just screw them over by any means necessary. Uh, it's getting They're worse. Yeah, it's getting worse every day, and I think it'll be even worse, especially with like all AI stuff. Oh, oh with was... AI stuff, and like before you know it, they'll be able to transmit like ads into our oh, dreams, yeah. and then we start getting dreams like, "Hey, there, sexy boy, oh, just click God. on this sexy <laughs> dream link," and. And yeah. in our dreams, like in my dreams, I have no control. So I'll be like, okay. Yeah. And then my brain will get taken over or something, Lamb Jazz, and you'll have a new co-host. <laughs> yeah, a very animated co-host who likes to go to children's football games. <laughs> likes to go to the soccer games. I got orange slices, <laughs> everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I don't know. It's scary <sighs> world. And like another word that you didn't even know existed that has now become kind of an inappropriate one is supple. Yeah. Because again, supple, 
used to be like the old definition of supple is bending and moving easily, gracefully, flexible. Really? I thought supple was something else, but yeah, that's what supple means. And like, and the example for it is her supple fingers. <laughs> okay. okay that's got a supple bit, fingers. Uh, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Like, supple is now another word you can't really say, because then people are going to be like, what the fuck is this person up to and talking about? Tips for Dora. You've got supple Oh my god, tips for Dora. Milady, <laughs> you are looking supple today. I felt like just with that example, I feel like, does that really happen? Like, is there a lot of weirdos out there that just approach people and say random stuff? Or is it just mainly online that people are weird? You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. We're not women. Yeah, exactly. women deal with a lot of bullshit online, like with online dating and everything else. Actually, family members listen to our podcast when we talk about online dating. Like, you should have had a woman's perspective. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. But, like, there's only so much we can do. I mean, but that aside, like, the shit women deal with even in person. Like, have you ever seen that video? I think it was a lady walking along New York for, like, a few hours. And, like, the amount of catcalling she dealt with damn. with people. Like, crazy. no one ever cat calls me. No one's ever gonna be like, hey, fatty, you're looking hot today. I'm like, oh, thank oh. you, sir. But then it's gonna happen for seven hours. Like, hey, tubby, I love them man boobs. Would like to bury my face between them. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. That never happens. It's not I mean, wishful I thinking. feel like the percentages are way lower compared to women. Well, I'm pretty sure the percentage of men getting cat called, let's be honest here, is zero. It's zero. Or we're just like... Or there's like a very rare percentage of women out there that might catcall a guy, but it's so fucking low that the number does not even exist. It's like 0.0000001% of women might catcall while there's a lot of fucking guys out there. It's just like, just just chill out, bro. Just just calm the fuck down. Has it ever worked where you catcall a little lady as you were walking by? She's like, oh, that weirdo guy complimenting my body in a really creepy way. I don't know. Seems kind of attractive. It's like those people who instantly, like, add someone new and then send a dick pic instantly, thinking, oh, yeah, she's going to tremble at this oh, <laughs> Dick pics! That's another thing! Why? Dick, dicks are ugly. That's just a fact of it. Dicks are an ugly, ugly thing. I don't think anyone has ever, like, in terms of a guy sending to a stranger, obviously, if you're in a relationship with someone and they want you to send a dick pic, fine. But, like, guys just sending dick pics to girls... On, like, dating apps and shit. It's like, really, dude? You think your dick is that impressive that they're just gonna drop everything? Like, I have to find this dick and it needs to be inside me <laughs> now. Exactly. Like, that doesn't happen. I mean, when you think about it, too, that has to be, like, a psychopathic level of confidence. Oh, 200%. you think ugly-ass dick. Like, that guy's gonna chop up bodies one day soon if they if something doesn't isn't ta- done now. But, yeah, I agree, but I also think that these people do find that rare 1% of of a girl who likes it or whatever. Because, why, like, logically, Toasty, if you're doing something every single day, it doesn't work 99.9% of the time. And once in a blue moon it works, why would you keep doing that? You know what? What might have actually happened? One time someone, because it's usually sent over text anyways yeah. or messages, they, someone probably said nice, but they were saying sarcastically in their head. But when he saw that, oh he's like, God. oh, she likes it. Now <laughs> I have to send it to everybody I meet. Here's a picture of my dick. Do you like it? And would you like to see more up close? Could you imagine Someone telling, said nice one time. 
Could you imagine telling someone that in the 1800s that that is a reality where people are sending penis pictures instantly to everyone? I mean, I'd be just, I think they'd be surprised by pictures first and then pictures of penises. I don't know. If you see a lot of old stuff, you'd be surprised how more open they are about nudity and giving yeah. less of a shit. Nowadays, a lot of people... And nowadays, it's either... It's, oh, fuck. One thing I really hate about the modern age right now is everything's an extreme. Oh, yeah. Either they're into, like, super into sex and, like, stab my boobs in my butt and, like, tape me up and other horrible shit, or it's like, sex? Never! Not until <laughs> marriage! I will not even have sex if I have a husband! It's like yeah. the extremes on everything these days. There's no more middle ground. It's like, I'm either super into getting vaccinated or vaccines are the devil! That's actually very true. Like, you know, I've you just opened up another door of thinking for me <laughs> because it, it's true though like a lot of people i i've been on discord with, like uh chats for those who don't know like it's just a group chat and people be posting like bdsm like results and i'm sitting there like why like why is this happening you know why do i need to why, know this? why is this like why and now that you just mentioned the like, extreme, well i mean i'm i'm a firm believer in saying no kink shaming. Oh, of course. To but, a degree. To a degree. There people, are some things where we have to question. Because there are people out there actually trying to normalize pedophilia. Like oh, yeah. it, it's That it should be okay. Yeah. And it's a kink that we can't shame. Like, no, I, I have to disagree. Have you ever heard of Nambla? No, what's that? Nambla is the North American Man-Boy Love Association. Oh, you're shitting me. It is oh. a real thing. I'm telling you right now, Google Nambla. In fact, South Park even did an episode about the North American Man-Boy Love Association. So, it is real. And it is the, the North American Man-Boy Love Association is a pedophilia and pederasty Advocacy organization in the United States. Jesus Christ. Ugh. What does that word mean, though? Pederasty? I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, and that's okay. Pederasty. Sexual activity involving a man and a boy or youth. Cool. How does it sound? Cool. Pederasty. I said it right. So, yeah. That's a thing. And the funny thing is, Nambla has been around for a very long time. How long? In fact, it was established in, holy shit, even earlier than I thought. It's 44 years old, 1978. What? That's yeah. kind of concerning. Their method, they, they want to remove age of consent laws. Yeah, no, I can't <sighs> agree with that at all. Well, I don't think anyone can agree with that. And even if they did, I don't think they'd say it out loud because everybody would hate them. Because that's fucked up. You, you can't. You cannot. You can never, ever remove consent laws. They have to be there. Oh, you can't. They have to. Could you imagine as a parent, you're sending little Johnny off to school and something like that happens and you're completely okay with that? Or like, not what? even that. You don't have a choice. If the yeah. person convinces people that, like, the kid's okay with it, I mean, there's no consent laws, so I'm just gonna... <sighs> It'll never happen. It will never happen. That is one thing that will never be repealed because no matter how normal they how much they try to normalize it, it will still never happen because no one is crazy enough to admit that they're okay with pedophilia unless they're in Nambla, of course. That's kind of scary. Well, they've been at it for forty four years and have accomplished nothing, so I'm not too worried. Surprised that I'm really surprised that they were able to like form back then because I feel like back I then mean, people would be like shooting you know what i mean i mean 
the it does you, there's no thing that can stop you from starting an organization. In fact, you can start your own secret society. People don't need to know about it. Maybe Nambla was a secret society at first. Like, we're a yeah. secret society about fucking kids. Like, here's a question. How did they get started? How the, the hell did they possibly find themselves in a situation where they openly said to another person, like, yeah. they're sitting with their buddies, and they're just like, you know, they've, they've been really thinking about it. And they're like, I want to remove consent laws so I can fuck kids. And somehow they got lucky, and the guys that were with them were like, yeah, th- you know, I funny you mentioned that. I I want to fuck kids, too. And there wouldn't we should have start even, our own organization. There wouldn't have even been internet back then. So it's not like they could, you know. Oh, my God, too. So you have to actually, yeah, no internet back then either. So you have to talk to complete strangers and, and you, somehow feel out which one's a pedophile just to start this shit in the first place. And you'd have to be worrying if that person was a police officer like in the skies, you know? Well, I don't Damn, think there's undercover know. police officers that are like... Oh yeah, there is. Uh, they, they're on apps. Uh, on most apps, I'm pretty sure they disguise as like uh, underage kids. And they oh, catch, with like, the internet private. these days. Yeah, well, like, the internet you can get away least, yeah. with anything. But people are still... There are still ways to find them. Uh, so I'm looking more into Nambla. In 1995, an undercover detective discovered there were 1,100 people on the organization's rolls. Nabla was the largest group in international pedophile and child emancipation. Jesus, 1,100 people. Somehow they found 1,100 other people that are cool with that creepy ass shit. And somehow managed to convince them to join that organization. Because think about it. If you were a pedophile... And someone's like, we got an organization for pedophiles. We're trying to remove consent laws. That pedophile would probably be really suspicious that some shit's up. Something ain't right, and it's probably a sting operation. Either that or but they're... yet they took that they took that leap of faith, Lamb. Either that or they're very stupid and just could not put two and two together. I mean, they're into children, so they have to be kind of fucking dumb. I know that's a that's a very odd one. I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, I mean that is freedom, though. Like you said, you have the right to set up any organization. I mean, it's not even so much that. It's just you don't have to. No one can stop you from setting up an organization. Doesn't mean it's a good organization or that you should have the freedom to start. But it's unincorporated. People didn't know where they were based. They just knew they existed. That's the thing. So um, it was it was a secret organization that people knew the existence of. Well, I mean, it's like what you said. It could have been like it could have meant one thing and then changed over time because a lot of groups that are old, old like the Masons and all that, have changed over time. And people like drag it out. If you get me. Well, I know, like from what I've learned about like the Freemasons, for example, they're not nearly what people think they are. Oh. Supposedly, again, I've, I have a couple friends who are Freemasons, yeah. and they're definitely not part of a secret oh, organization yeah. that runs the world, well, for sure. Funny, like, we're talking about, that, like, Dakota, she, or her dad is in it, and I'm pretty sure grandpa parents are, and a lot of people around that area have stickers of it around their cars and houses and stuff. I don't, like, I don't well, think yeah, that's exactly seems... what people think it is at all. From what I've gathered, it's more like a brotherhood sort of thing. There's yeah. not really... It's not like... And they do charity work and other good shit like that, supposedly. Like, I'm curious. No, I'm curious, I am too. curious. I'm curious, too, because, I mean, they're hardly getting a letter of, like, world order recommendations list and newsletters of, like, conspiracies or something. 
<laughs> here's a conspiracy we're starting today yeah, guys exactly. uh make sure that you really help it happen because it helps us stay in control of the world well they, they, it's just like any other group because i remember when i used to live in calgary i remember reading a newspaper on the metro and it said that calgary's biggest uh mason kind of lodge was closing down because of lack of funding and that, there you go they're just human you know they don't have money the lodge closes like well, it's like a lot of other organizations where it's hard for them to get young members. Oh, yeah. So oh, a lot of them are shutting down. Maybe I should become a Mason. Maybe I already am a Mason. Maybe I am controlling the world right now. Well, could you do the like GTA money list for me? Because that, that would be great. I'll see what I can do. I will <laughs> I'll talk put to the my brothers in. and uh, I'll see what I can run down the chain and get some conspiracies that involve you getting money or something. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Sound good? So I want I want to rant about another commercial. So last week we talked about that god awful life insurance one. Yep. There's this other one that's been really driving me nuts, and maybe this could become a weekly feature. I don't know, but this other one it's for a coffee company. I'm not going to say which one, although if people listen and have seen the commercial, they'll know what I'm talking about. Where it's one of those ones where like we had an extra shot of flavoring to your coffee because for free because it makes life exciting. Okay, fine, whatever. But then there's two very good looking old people like, well, real cut, well taken care of, very good looking old people. And the barista puts out two their drinks, but they're not together. They're not with each other at all. One guy's reading the newspaper. The girl, I can't remember what she or the lady. She, I can't remember what she's doing, but they both reach for the coffee and their hands touch and they look at each other. And clearly they're about to fall in love. And because, you know good-looking, well-taken-care-of-old people are definitely going to fall in love. But the fucking thing that really bugs me is then you see the barista has a really smug fucking look. <laughs> like, if somehow the barista <laughs> made it happen because they placed that coffee, knowing they wouldn't be looking, they'd just be grabbing with their hands, they'd touch hands, and of course, at the end of the commercial, they're there looking at each other, in love, chatting, having a great time, but it was the smug look of the barista. As if somehow the barista had planned for that to happen. She's like, hmm, I made that happen. I'm pretty fucking awesome. I just made two old people that are very good looking fall in love. Maybe he's a Freemason. I don't know what they are, but well, it's just like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, fucking, no. no. I'm not going to name the company, of course, because they might be a sponsor someday. Doubt it, but you never know. That pisses me off. But I think what pisses me off even more is that if that is in a city... You know, have you been in a busy coffee shop and the breezes are sweating and they don't know what's going on and they're trying their best to keep up? There's no way the guy would have time to just stare into their eyes yeah. and be like, ah, I did a good job. Because that business is known for being pretty busy, too. Yeah. There's no way the barista had time to concoct <laughs> this plan where they just saw, like, well, there's some two very good looking old people. I don't know if they're in love or not, or not in love, but like, I don't know if they're single or not, but I'm going to totally wait because they're perfectly ones behind the other in line. In fact, there's only them two in this whole business and somehow we're still making money. I'm going to plan it where they touch each other's hands, reaching for the same drink, even though it's not, it's only for one of them and they're going to totally fucking fall in love. And then I won't be able to contain my excitement. And I'll have a really smug look on my fucking face <laughs> that I made that happen. And not to mention... If the if the woman was before the man, and let's say the woman ordered a fancy coffee, and the man ordered a black coffee, he's gonna get that first, and he's gone. 
So he delayed the whole process like the master magician he is. Like, like the, the, <laughs> the Freemason that the barista is planned it all so very perfectly. So Clearly, perfectly. That's how that it went. It's just... Oh, so perfectly. Like, they, like I said, smug look on their faces if somehow it was a perfect plan that just came together perfectly. You know like, what? You. It's official. I want to make this a segment at least every week or every other week where we look at ads. Like All this, right. It's just... It's, so it's what I'm going to start doing then is I will start just writing down commercials that piss me off. Yeah. And believe me, nowadays, it's peak piss-off time with commercials. Because <laughs> it's like the same six or seven commercials. They always, you see the same ones all the fucking time. They're all awful. They're not good at all. Like, oh, there's an epidemic of, like, gambling commercials, which I'll get into next time, maybe. Because there's a, oh, there's one I really fucking hate. Okay, that'll be our net one for next time. Yeah. That I'm going to hate the shit out of. But... It's a good time as any to wrap this up. Thank you so much to everybody who came to hang out with us today and hear our dumb shit. Yeah, it was it was interesting. We talked of, of a lot of topics. I like that. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to ever reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at, what is it, Snotball? Or what is it? <laughs> Snot Whip. Whip. <laughs> at S-N-O-T-W-P, right? Yep. So reach out to us on Twitter if you want. Follow us. Have some topic ideas that you want us to try and solve, which we have fixed no fucking problems today. We haven't even attempted to solve any problems today. Oh, we actually have one. Well, there was no real problems to solve. How the fuck are we supposed to fix language, Lamb? How are we supposed to fix people's language? We can't. Oh, we I can't. don't know. I know. We, give we can start inventing coffee. words. We give everyone coffee at the same time. Oh, yeah. All the single people coffee until so they touch hands, and that fixes language in the world. Grooming becomes a perfectly fine word. Supple yeah. is okay to say about the local kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. Everything is fine again because people places, are touching hands at the coffee shop. You coffee. have solved another world problem. Or... My favorite, we could just bring it back to the Cardi B method. <laughs> Get them. That's like... the best way to solve the world's problems. You can also reach out to us on email at solving none of the world's problems at gmail.com. And I think that's it for us so far for in terms of social media stuff. But if you like this podcast, rate us five stars. Help us get up there, get the word out about this amazing podcast because it should be number one as far as I'm concerned. Yes, totally unbiased. Maybe I'll use my um, my Freemason connections, <laughs> get us to the top that way. All right, uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. Thank bye. you. Bye.